Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's the Mansion Podcast. With Krill Dog and Andy. Hey, what's up, and welcome to the Mitch. And this is a new weekly podcast uh, where me, Andrew Levins, a writer and I don't know some other guy, uh, hangs out in Mitch Orr's kitchen. And Mitch Orr is the one of the owners and head chef at Acme Restaurant in Potts Point, a pasta restaurant. Uh, each week, Mitch and I are going to invite four people from the Sydney or, or elsewhere food industry, uh, be it chef, writer. Uh, what would we agree on? Everyone except food everyone pop- except for PR chicks. Perfect PR dudes too. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> uh, and this week we have uh, four of our really good friends and uh, also happen to be really good chefs in Sydney. Uh, to my right, we have Clayton Wells, who uh, his new restaurant, uh, Automata. Is it, is it Automata? Automata. Automata. Damn. Automata. I've only read it so far. <laughs> I'll say Automata. Everyone says it differently. Dan, Dan, I don't Dan the Automata. I don't say it as long as they remember it. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, you used to work at uh, Mamafuku and uh, countless other right. joints. A <laughs> couple of other joints. Uh, to his right, we have uh, Kirby Craig, who is the owner and head chef at Ume, a Japanese restaurant in Surrey Hills. And Burger Shop. Got <laughs> 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 to pay the bill somehow. <laughs> uh, next to him, we have Mike Eggett, uh, who, uh, whose big restaurant, it's probably one of the restaurants that we've visited the most in the last couple of years, Pinbone in uh, Wallara just recently shut its doors you were the only one that came just me every time <laughs> I just imagined all those other people there <laughs> and uh, next to him we have Annalise Gregory who is currently working uh, alongside Mitch at Acme but has a CV of restaurants uh, both here and international that is probably more impressive than everybody else at this table combined correct yeah, I, I worked Surely. at KFC what the fuck you <laughs> hey I worked uh, at Muffin Break <laughs> Beat that Did you make charcoal muffins at Muffin Break? There were no charcoal muffins I, I'll write to them about it I can't beat it but I got fired from KFC oh, Which is pretty bad I burnt the chicken <laughs> Aren't there timers on those deep fryers? That's how you went to Yeah but you know yeah. what you're really stoned Timers don't do shit <laughs> I was young Now it's going to be a pretty messy podcast There are six of us in here There's a couple of wines going At some point we're going to try and eat and uh, look, to be honest, I have enough trouble telling the voices apart and they're sitting right next to me. So uh, we're going to try and make it as easy for you to listen as possible and uh, make everybody say their name a few times. I don't know. Is that a good vibe? That's natural. We're all wear name tags. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, look, every week we're going to be talking about, uh, I guess, Sydney food news, but lost, a lot less lame than that. Uh, <laughs> restaurants opening, restaurants closing, books that came out, and then I guess on an international level, if there's ever a story that we find particularly interesting, we'll uh, we'll bring that up on the podcast. 
Uh, I thought a good thing, a good way to get things started is to uh, talk about Pinburn that we mentioned before. Again, uh, Mikey and uh, his business partner Gemma uh, and sister Barry as well, who the three of you ran it together. Um, you guys had to close it what, three weeks ago now. Uh, yeah, so I'm Mike. This is my voice. Um, yeah, we shut, shut it three up, weeks Clayton. ago. <laughs> <laughs> we shut it three weeks ago. Um, it, it's it was a a great experience, and we were really happy to do it, and we're really pretty happy to close it. So it wasn't one of those things where we closed it for a, like a failing kind of business. It was more just a, just circumstance. When we took the the opportunity, we knew it had a a limited life, and um, so we kind of the three of us were preparing to shut from the day we opened so yeah it, it, it was really good but it's not that big a deal for us personally um, what does everyone else at the table think because I know that's a, that's a place that we were all at every Sunday for, for brunch at the very least we went for dinner as well yeah brunch is a lot more expensive now in <laughs> 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 which doesn't matter because Sophia pays for him anyway but. yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a bummer, bit of a bummer that uh, that that it, that it shut down. But uh, you know, they're 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 going to do better things now anyway. So uh, we'll just wait for the next the next thing the to next come one. along. It is a bummer. It's just it was a good congregating place. You could go there on a Sunday, and you knew that like you would see your hospitality friends as well. So it mm. wasn't just eating; it was more than that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a bit of everything. Yeah, the yeah. food was pretty shit though. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely <laughs> for the company. Uh, I, I loved that gravy. I loved, I loved all two liters of that gravy oh, that you oh, sent yeah, to our table oh, on the, the last, last Sunday. The last Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> that was yeah, yeah. And I bet you still had like another ten liters of that gravy. Yeah, we make a lot of gravy. <laughs> <laughs> was it uh, emotional saying goodbye, or was it you knew? I mean, you know, you've got something. Yeah, as I said, it's not really emotional, like. Um, more a, a sense of pride than anything like you know sense of loss or sadness you know we're really like chuffed with what we were able to do and i think the biggest like tick for us was the fact that everybody was there on a sunday you know like i think as far as like restaurant reviewers and bloggers and all that sort of thing go no one really gives a shit what they think of you but if your friends are there you know they're only coming because they respect what you're doing so if no one's in your restaurant then that's a pretty good sign of your shit so if all your friends are there then you're pretty happy well i am anyway yeah no definitely i can't remember when you opened were you doing brunch from the get-go or was that something you introduced after no we started with that we we were in the site before we took it over as an old restaurant and we realized there was just fucking no money like early in the week like most of sydney and so we decided to trade like a tuesday night service where we might do 20 people and make two grand and try to do a a sunday thing and we didn't really think that our food that we do at night was going to transcend itself to like a lunchtime kind of vibe so we thought we'd do something else and also like you know we thought the cafe food in sydney was just fucking dog shit you Which, know it's funny man because i i used to live right around the corner from where the pinbone site was yeah. and my wife and i moved out and one of the main reasons that we like we, we moved out to granville which couldn't be the, like the most polar opposite of Wallara ever. But we, one of the main reasons was that like when we opened our restaurant, the Dip, uh, in those th- that first year when you just like you know, those two days you have or one day you have off, you just or you don't want to cook a fucking thing. You just want to go and eat someone else's food. And after one week of living in Wallara, it's like I've eaten everything in in in, 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 ra- in, in like the ten kilometer radius. It of, took of me, it took me fucking six hours to jump through Wallara's food. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we, we would be at Pinbone a lot. Had, had and the, the chicken shop. 
The best restaurant in Malara. You know that was actually the the Warunga the Warunga uh, leg of the Warunga what is it franchise of that. Um, which is called Chooker's Chicken yeah. And that was my first job When I was in year 10 Did you get fired for burning the chicken? No, I got, fired for, I got fired for swearing at a customer <laughs> I told her to go fuck I told her that she could go she, she can go fuck off And then um, was like Because she was like Getting angry at me And I was like Yeah, you see how I handled that? And then my boss was like I think you better do the same <laughs> Uh, Kirby, you've been doing like uh, the the the, the pop up thing every every few months at Ume. Ume Ume is a like a fine dining. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's fairly fine dining Japanese um, throughout the week. I guess yeah, the public's perception of it is fine dining. I wouldn't consider it fine dining in a, in a million years. Like the room's very bistro, very casual. You know, waiters wear jeans or sneakers. No one. It's a pretty casual vibe. But I guess maybe the food's maybe more fun than for Japanese than what people are used to locally. Mm-hmm. So maybe they categorize it as that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually, the burger pop-up actually was inspired a bit by Pinbone right. um, because I thought it was a very smart business model because same as like Mike was saying, you know, you do 20 people on a Tuesday or on a Wednesday, it doesn't matter who you are, it's still quiet and it's hard to make money. And I was like, well, I'm paying rent 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, you know, it's something fun, a cool, different vibe. Um, and you know, people are into burgers, obviously, and into uh, pop-ups as well. And it's a pop-up yeah. as well. So I don't, I don't know. I've never seen any of it. Any evidence? How evidence. more Sydney could you get? Yeah, a fucking burger pop-up. <laughs> wow, you've got to tap into it. You just need a Dan Hong somewhere in the mix. <laughs> 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 Japanese burger pop-up. Can I just go on record that I wasn't the first one to take shots at Hongi? <laughs> Love you, Hongi. Um, um, tell us about yeah. tell us about your burger pop-up. Uh, so yeah, we do a, a Japanese burger pop-up on Sundays at Ume in the same space. Because, uh, like I was saying, it's hard. Sometimes hard to make money during the week and in winter. And uh, thinking about business models and I saw Pinbone's business model so that's a really great business model because you're hitting two different markets so you're hitting the casual market on the weekend which is on the Sunday which is when in my opinion a lot of people do spend a lot of money and don't want to cook at home because they're generally hungover and uh, during the week you've got that other market which is maybe the more like I said fine dining market so we tap, tried to, you know, from a business perspective, tapped into that. Uh, the Japanese burger thing, and like when I go to Japan, I don't, you know, like we were talking about before, I don't go there and go, oh, I went to, you know, sushi, yoshitake, and blah, 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 blah. Like I go there to eat as much junk food as I do to eat fine dining, and I really, really like the burgers over there. So when I came back and into Sydney, I thought, well, why hasn't anybody done this yet? It seems to be this, like it hasn't, I thought, you know, the penny hadn't dropped. or I was, definitely I was, a gap. It's a huge it, gap. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, and it's so, always been the American American burger thing, <laughs> yeah. After this, can you open a Japanese convenience store? Because there's also a I know a convenience. Yeah, that'd be good. An actual convenient convenience store. And if, if, yeah. If you could also do a, a really cheap, shitty um, sushi train, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> or a ramen joint. <laughs> how, how was it on Sunday with? Andy Bowdy having his thing across the road as well. Yeah, that was really good actually. So the guys at Tisafar actually asked us to do the pop up on Sunday and do right, takeaway. To match it up with it. So that was yeah, where the right. idea of the takeaway shop came from. Was they were like, oh, we should do takeaway. Andy's going to be doing cakes, and we could just kind of fuck up Burke Street. We're kind of hoping to like block traffic and yeah, shit like right. that. And uh, it didn't work out that. But he sold nearly three hundred pies over sure. the course of the day, which was really cool. And there's a really good vibe. Um, having everybody kind of hanging out there yeah, and there's yeah. a lot of um, co- of the coffee industry were over there 
and then we had burger pop up and a lot of the kind of Instagram. How many burgers did you sell this one? 130. So in, in like about, two hours or something? Uh, yeah, an hour, yeah. hour and a Fuck. half, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's good. But we always seem to hit that mark. I think people have a, a, a the patience level of about an hour to wait for food as a, something. Mine's, bit of market about, mine's about 10 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm the same as you. I walk up to a line, fuck a line. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> I wouldn't line up for my own burgers. Fuck that. <laughs> no it's way. I really wouldn't. half cleans yeah. at four meals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, has, has, we, just, we, I just, we just had an issue in Melbourne on the weekend that someone said, it's going to be a 40, 45-minute wait. And, uh, and I'm like, fuck that. No way. No, I'm not. And then we drove around for 45 minutes looking for a car park. And then we went to the next place and they said, yeah, this can be about 25-minute wait. I'm like, ah, all right, let's do it. <laughs> you could have just one. waited. Yeah. But I, out of principle, I, wasn't yeah. gonna, I wouldn't do it. Only in, only in Japan will I wait for ramen. That's it. Yeah. Clayton wins the early award for being the least capable at holding a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> In his defence, he is pouring his 19th glass of wine. (laughs) (laughs) And he looks really good not talking into the microphone, so it's working for him. (laughs) Um, Let's keep putting you on blast, Clayton. Yeah, go for it. Tell us about Dan the Automator that you're opening. Does anyone else get that except I don't Mitch? You don't even get that? You're the only person that knows hip-hop in here. Dan the Automator is the guy that produced the Gorillaz albums. I know, I know that. Oh, you do? I do. Yeah, Clayton's got more chance to know that than I really. Slightly. Right. There was also a... um, Handsome Boy Molly's school. Yeah, you know this. Kirby knows about it. Um, And then there was also a... uh, It was like affiliated with LCD Sound System and James Murphy. was like a really awful New York rap album. I think they were actually called Automata. Really? But I always thought it was pronounced or Automator. Automator. <laughs> oh my God, well, you I have to play that a, in your restaurant. I found out there was a, a movie called Automata. Uh, came out just after I'd signed the off microphone, on the name. Clayton. <laughs> Pretend it's an ice cream. <laughs> you wouldn't hold an ice, ice cream, cream on your cheek. Cheek. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, we're opening uh, in about a month, which is uh, quite soon. Although we've had a long time to. Uh, it's it's finally yeah, getting real yeah. now. I'm starting to shit myself. Uh, You've been open for a year. <laughs> I have been. Well, I suppose I opened in May, so uh, you know it's been a, it's been an extra little while. But uh, yeah, we're nearly there. Building's nearly done, so it's getting it's getting exciting. When is it? You got your kitchen in. Kitchen's stove. going in now. Actually, we uh, my had my stove turn up the other Let, day. Let's not gloss nice. over the stove. Can we? Can we just tell everyone? <laughs> like, I, like you know, the rest of us here are poor. So, can you just like wax lyrical a little bit about what you're actually getting in that kitchen? Because it's, uh, it's we got ridiculous. A little, I got a nice little stove come uh, that I that I designed from a custom stove that come from France. It's uh, it turned up last week. Fit through the front door with about two mils on either side to fit. Can we all do uh, an in sync impressed um, whistle on three? One, two, three. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't whistle. Nice. I've never been able to. I'll just go. I'm the only one with headphones in, and it sounded like a fucking mess. So don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a good thing to not be part of. Yeah, it's a nice little. Nice is it little, is uh, it plugged in and Christmas working present. yet or not yet? No, not yet. no, not yet. Now, the controversial part of, uh, of your restaurant is that it's opening on a site that a lot of Sydney siders hold very sacred, and that's the yes. Clare Hotel. Yes, yeah. yes, and yes. I think you are going to face one of the biggest initial backlashes just because. No, then, that, yeah. uni students have no power. I know, I mean, not, 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 <laughs> they not that they move on. Not that they would even spend money at, at a restaurant like well, that Well, anyway. they're, they're just next door at Bar Broadway now anyway, so yeah, it doesn't really exactly. matter. <laughs> they have their moment when they're a first year at uni and they're like, oh, I love this place. Everyone that and I they know. They leave and they never go back. Everyone like, that comes in there is like, 
I used to drink here when I was at uni, and I'm like, so you you part of you stained you were part of the person people that stained the floor. I um I, I, I like I spent every like I would say three four nights a week at the Clare Hotel. Really? Like, yeah. It was just like and it was really? just like a dive. It was like the yeah, first yeah. the well, first place well, I started DJing. This is like uh, 2003 and four. And when was the last time you went there? Well, I was there the last night they were open. Yeah, oh, really? Before that? <laughs> before that? No, a few times. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it, it, it was never as good bar. as it was. It's, yeah, it's a absolutely. uni bar. Yeah, it's yeah. great, but... I, didn't, I never went to uni, bro. I just went there. <laughs> but on the, just on the out at the uni bar. Uni girls. <laughs> on the last night, on the last night, they had like their, their, their final ever drinks and I was like, oh, I better go there, pay my respects. And they were like all out of alcohol on me already. And it was like 8.30 and I was like, fuck this. And so I like, I was just, I don't know, like... Just standing on the couches, standing on the tables, blah, blah, blah. And I stood on one table. I wonder where those couches are now. <laughs> um, you, you're processing them into burger meat, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I stood on one of the tables and uh, the legs gave out of it. And like all these people's drinks, which had gone up in value since the alcohol ran out, went flying. And, so, and I was like, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? And then 10 minutes later, that same guy was like breaking a chair against the wall. <laughs> Yeah, so you know you've got you've got a lot to live up to. So man. yeah, now it's now it's been turned into a nice hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it, look, it's a great spot. Uh, it's it needed a new lease of life. The street is pretty dingy the whole time. You know, for the last probably fifty years, maybe even one hundred and fifty years, it's been dingy. Um, so yeah, we're building a hotel and three restaurants, and it's pretty cool. And you're doing cool. you're doing pasta during the week, and then yeah. pop up yeah, Japanese yeah. burgers yeah, yeah, Saturday, yeah, 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 and then yeah, brunch yeah. on I'm, Sunday. I'm going to swing by Acme on Mondays and use the extruder. Yeah, and then uh, Kirby's going to come over and make burgers <laughs> with hongi. <laughs> That's how you shut down the street. You don't get hong, you don't get a shutout. <laughs> Just doing a nice little pause so we can uh, appreciate the the uh, the plane going a- over us right now. Sorry, Hills. Classic. Sorry. Hills. Do you guys want to talk about Acme before we talk about other people? Nah, Acme's been talked about, bro. Annalise, you want to talk about it, bro? Come on, talk really. about Acme. Uh, What's going on? Annalise is ashamed she works at Acme. <laughs> I'm not ashamed I work at Acme, Mitch. Don't be like that. There's a difference between ashamed and embarrassed, isn't yeah. there? <laughs> You told me that uh, you had a lot of people popping in in the daytime in the last week because of... Yeah, after your um, sandwich article. Generally, we get the odd person popping in for coffee. Um, we, we open for Saturday lunches now, but during the week we're not open for lunch because we're lazy. And we lock the door so you can't get in. Pretty much. But, you know, we'll all be sitting there. There'll be boxes of wine everywhere. We'll be sitting on our laptops. The restaurant won't be set up at all. There'll be all kinds of shit all over the place. And the amount of people that walk in and uh, they just walk in and they stand at the in the doorway and you kind of look at them for a minute and then you sort of look at Cam or Ed and see if they want to deal with them and then you go, you all right? And they're like, oh, can I just get a takeaway coffee? Yeah. No, you can't. But I'll just get a pot of Earl Grey. Yeah. The day after, so it's Wednesday, the Wednesday after Lev's sandwich article came out in the paper, we had literally about 12 people walk in wanting to get a sandwich for lunch. And it was a good article. Well, it was, yeah. It was and Mitch, Powerful. could be the future Italian sandwich pop-ups. Could be. Yeah. Bologna sandwich pop-ups. Bologna sandwich pop-ups. We'll get Hongi involved. It'll sell out. <laughs> 
Or Clayton could do it at 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 uh, uh, at 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 I did an article in uh, in the Herald of uh, my 13 favorite sandwiches in Sydney, and uh, I definitely left off a few um, really important ones. And there's there's nothing like being reminded of that. Um, of how um, shit you are yeah. your job <laughs> oh the the, the, fucking, the, the oh, warriors the, the keyboard comments. warriors that commented on your comment. sandwiches I made the I mistake the of looking at the comments once the comments is the uh, best it's bit like, it's amazing the best, yeah. but they're vicious right but it's like you it's write like you'd intentionally write a shit article just so you just can read the comments <laughs> but it's like had my mum's sandwich I'll just look at one and then yeah you could write like the most harmless article you could be like you know uh, I like to eat breakfast out of a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you're a fucking cunt. Yeah, people, people. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to leave the CBD. Yeah. Use a plate, shithead. <laughs> That's how God you know you're finally you making write an article on a particular area and leave out the rest <laughs> yeah. of yeah. the oh, God. <laughs> the Northern <laughs> Beaches has a certain chip on their shoulder. It's like, There's dude, a great you sandwich the shop. Yeah. There's a, a great sandwich shop in Richmond. Oh, Western Sydney isn't Sydney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People are like, yeah, people are always like, I got, the last one I did was like, um, the, the username was like, Mr. Parramatta. <laughs> and it was like, oh, so classic to see the tokenistic um, yeah. Western s- suburbs inclusions. And I was yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is more Western Written suburbs. by than some Eastern suburbs, yeah, fuck you yeah. know, yuppie. I want to be like, I'm Mr. Parramatta, fuck it. <laughs> Mr. North Parramatta. <laughs> Give me all your mail. <laughs> um, did I leave off any sandwiches that you guys uh, loved? Yeah, I, I'd say you left off the, the ham and smashed egg sandwich at Room 10. Yeah, a lot of people said... I just haven't been to Room 10. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty fucking Someone good Someone said the, the beef sandwich there is really good. The sandwich game is pretty strong in general. At yeah. the moment, I'm a fan of the egg one. Yeah, the smashed yeah. egg and ham's like the, the pinnacle. Where is Room 10? It's start. It's, it's on Crown Street, Surrey Hills. You wouldn't know it. Yeah, it's Surrey Hills. You live in Parramatta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you say? It's in Surrey. Room, oh, 10. room 10 Room 10 oh, yeah, Room 10's in Potts Point Yeah I don't like that sandwich Where are you, you don't from like that ham sandwich? Nah. You're from the northern beaches oh, or something <laughs> Who knows where I'm from What, what sandwich, sandwich are you talking like? about? Was, oh, Pe- was Pepsi's about sardine katsu sambo on there? That's one, another one I forgot The 10 yeah, William yeah, Street yeah, that's, katsu that's, that's pretty That's yeah. pretty legit But I put the uh, I put the katsu sandwich from uh, um, Lucky Pickle I ate one of those today I had one of those for lunch today It's a really good sandwich I like to hit that with a bit of the liver pate from their barn me though yeah, you got to pay extra for that or what? No, yeah. no, when you, <laughs> no, 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 when you you don't have to. As long as, he, as, long as, as long as he gives him a shout out on the podcast. What's yeah. up, Arash? <laughs> I like how they have different breads for different sandwiches. There, that's the mark of a serious sandwich shop. Yep. Mm. Yeah, and also a mark is never having any Turkish bread, unless you're a Turkish <laughs> <Yeah>. restaurant. <laughs> it's the worst sandwich vessel. Yeah. No, I just love a, a cold ham. <laughs> And schnitzel Turkish bread. It's so good for the first bite before it splits in half. Can I get get that not toasted too? Yeah, I know. When uh, I don't know if you've ever like, have you ever been to Brisbane Airport? No, No, it's the worst restaurant ever. (laughs) Uh, No hats for one, Um, but they uh, they have like you know everywhere just does. Turkish bread sandwiches yeah, like right. it's, it's, as far as the, even Red Rooster there does Turkish sandwiches they but, probably do it they, on burgers too yeah they, and they all go burger with Turkish bread they all go oh do you want it toasted and like oh yeah I guess so and then they put it in the fucking microwave <laughs> <laughs> or, or the sandwich that, the sandwich that's got lettuce in it and they say would you like it toasted it's like it's got lettuce jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it 
Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I have, I have, no, I've got time for warm, warm, really? warm lettuce. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> or you get offered the sandwich that needs to be toasted. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, what do you mean needs to be toasted? They're like, well, you probably should eat it fresh. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'll, probably, I'll probably pass. Eh? That good, huh? <laughs> uh, Mike, you recommended a sandwich to me on that list um, from a, uh, a religious cult. Ah, uh, yeah, the creeps. The Yellow Deli. Um, and I actually had the. Uh, I, I noticed they actually have a market stall at uh, at Hornsby Markets every Thursday as well. Yeah, they're they're spreading. Be so careful. Watch your like, kids. It's like this bizarre. Have you read about it? No, where the hell is that? So it's called the place called the Yellow Deli. It's in Katoomba. It's the ah, the yeah, Common Grounds. Yeah, yeah. Common, Common Grounds is their like yeah major weird cultiness, and but they do a, they do an amazing sandwich. Like it, it is yeah. really good. They bake their own bread. It's this onion loaf and multiple meats and a good sauce and. You know, warmed. It's just a really good sandwich, but they're fucking creepy, man. Like they really are. Is this the place I was driving around Picton trying to find the other yeah, week? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're, they're creeps. Um, it was weird down there. Yeah, it's weird. And there's like there's heaps of articles about how how creepy that cult is and like like about like families going missing and stuff mm. like that but delicious sandwich delicious yeah. <laughs> they make that's how they tie you in with the sandwiches yeah, yeah. sacrifice yeah. something I, try my sandwich. we're so easily sold <laughs> I submitted it and, and Miffy from, from Good Food was just like um are you sure you want to put this religious cult sandwich on there? Like, and, she's like, she's like, and I think she sent she sent someone there to go make sure it was legit and he was like yeah yeah and it was like uh, Callan, and yeah. he was like, "Oh yeah, no, no, no it's got to go in there. It's really fucking good, but it's, it's like a, so weird. It's a fucking good sandwich, it's, like, and it's got like four kinds of meat on it. Yeah, on and the, you wouldn't uh, suffer through their bullshit for you know, like they sell mates and all this other crap that you don't want anything near you. You know, like, the sandwich makes it all worthwhile. They got yeah. a lot of pamphlets and stuff at the front door as well, don't they? Like, yeah, and, and they carved it. If you go to the one in Katoomba, I think it's Katoomba because yeah. they got a few. If you go to the one in Katoomba, like they pretty much carved the entire restaurant out of one giant tree. <laughs> so you sit in like these weird. You feel like some sort of fucking giant elf you know what I mean like, and then there's all the staff look the same and they're all creepy as fuck eh? so you eat real quick and you get the hell out this is actually really making me want to go it's great you can you, you, know, you can pay with money or your wife and children <laughs> what if I convert to their religion will I get a free sandwich yeah but you'll lose contact with everybody you know in this world it could be worth it <laughs> 
Uh, what else happened in food world this week, food panel? Annalise had a really stressful couple of weeks with her two first pop-ups. Oh, yeah. Tell yeah, us about... Of course, I forgot the, uh, about the... Uh, Fun. Oh, you know this isn't the day for talking. <laughs> fun, em- talking fun employment day. pop-outs that Annalise has been working. Was on. it yeah. the first time you've worked in like little kitchens? Because you've worked in amazing restaurants around the world. So was it like other than Acme, which is just pasta? It's barely, barely pasta at that. Yeah, and M- Mitch does all the work. Granted, because he's just a workhorse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was it a real like challenge to sort of? embrace those really shitty like Sydney kitchens yeah my favourite things have been the oven at Cafe Parsi that I opened and it was just full of tea towels drying on the racks <laughs> and I was like so this is the Chinese laundry yep. we'll just close that and not use it for cooking um, Tim William Street was a bit of a challenge yesterday to be honest well like although to be honest five chefs in there was fine you just can't have five chefs and Giorgio in there at the same time you can't have chefs and Giorgio anywhere at the same time (laughs) during working hours takes up so much space Mm. but it was a bit of a challenge in terms of space and equipment wise anywhere ever yeah but our chefs are all tiny girls it's like an all female (laughs) kitchen so we're all very small and we don't take up much space. We're like Oompa Loompas. <laughs> and Luke's the same, so yeah. it's like, you know, Luke's identical. No, Luke, Luke was massive in the kitchen. He was like a giant yesterday with people half his size, just like lumbering around. And how many people uh, came to eat? Um, last night, it was meant to be 50, and then it was probably 70 in the end. Oh, wow, that wouldn't have gone down too well. No. Is that Giorgio's fault again? I think... All of that was Giorgio's fault. I sold out of pasta. People got really upset. They're like, how can you sell out of pasta? I was like, I don't know. Like, when you do 20 more people, then you're supposed yeah. to. The pr- the easy answer to that is blame Mitch. <laughs> wasn't even- I got nothing to do with it. Mitch didn't make I it. I barely make pasta for Acme. I'm not making pasta for a pop-up. <laughs> now, this was good pasta, though. So if you missed out, suck it. It was good. I got double. We got seconds. So. Really? Yeah. But you're doing more fun. It was all your fault. Yeah, you I'll had seconds. You ate it. all it the pasta that was meant for those other people. Who ate all the pasta? Do it again. Who ate all the pasta? Was it Sue and Roger that missed out? <laughs> <laughs> no, they ate seconds too, apparently. No, so it's been pretty stressful, but it's been really fun. Basically, I get to do all of the things that like I can't do at Acme or in any other kitchens for... I don't know, logistical reasons. Like, I can use ingredients that it would be too expensive for us to normally use and sell to the public. So I was using, like, Armadé chocolate. I got palm hearts from North Queensland, and we roasted them whole. I got abalones from Tasmania. We had to get them sponsored because we did one abalone between two people, which so is something you're a non, non-for-profit oh, pop-up organisation? We're pretty much a not-for-profit <laughs> pop-up organisation. We had that um, And we buy, like, really ridiculous wines and sakis and things, all the stuff that we want to drink. Um, yeah. No, nice. Sounds like Dan Hong's usual Sunday. So, Poor good. Dan Hong. He's <laughs> already the enemy of the podcast. <laughs> He's the mascot, not the enemy. <laughs> Can we make the artwork just Dan Hong's face? <laughs> he um he put up or his wife put up an amazing Instagram while they were on holiday. This is the worst story to tell, but whatever. Um and uh and it's like it's uh his his wife and uh, and and his youngest child lounging on. On a, on a pool chair and um, you can just see their legs but in the background you can see Hongi playing in the pool and Hongi's face is so good so maybe we'll make that for the logo <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like this, it looks like he's like you know just eaten a lemon and jumped in a pool <laughs> which is probably one of the fitness routines he's doing at the moment is there a Hongi action figure by now I feel like we should have a small Hongi as the mascot what would his Bobblehead. like what, yeah what would his like uh, catchphrase be 
Like when you press his stomach. Bro would be one of them. <laughs> Epic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gains. <laughs> just, Gains. Just one word phrases. Yeah. yeah. Just words. Just hashtags. <laughs> um, Annalise, have you got, what, are there more fun employment pop-ups happening soon? There is one more, uh, the final one at the stage um, on the 6th of September at Acme. Heard about it? They, so, don't, um, they don't do coffees in the, in the day, so had, I, I, I refuse had, to go back. <laughs> you've had guest chefs for the last two. Who's coming this one? No one, right? No one. No, one? no, no. guest chef? Isn't oh, this time we have a guest bartender. Oh. We have Luke Ashton from This Must Be The Place yeah. coming to make some fermented are drinks cook, for are us. Are you cooking though? Well, I there's some, there's some conjecture over that. I don't know. I thought so it was Richard Hargreaves. I'm meant to be the, on the floor. Uh, you know, Luke and I will be pouring wine in our suits. Year. And Georgia and Richard Hargreaves are meant to be in the kitchen. But um, that, that has to happen. Georgia? But they've suddenly decided no, no, that they're that not has, sure about no, it. No, no, that has to happen. Yeah. Georgia today was like... They've gotten uh, wet I, I will cook feet. one course. I can't do Georgia's <laughs> No, keep going. It's hilarious. I'll cook one course. He's like, I'll, I'll cook one one course and that's it. I'm like, Georgia, the dinner's six courses. He's like, no, 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 I do the one. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I do the olives. <laughs> Me, too crazy. I do one. It's fine. Yeah, so I think they're pretty stressed about it. But that's what everyone thinks it's going to be because that's what it was advertised exactly. as. So they've but that wasn't we their fault. We got paraphrased by... Well, uh, who was it? When you say role it's reversal... It's hit, it's, hit, it's, hit, it's hit the media, man. It's hit, it's hit the media. Yeah, it's too late. <laughs> I think they have to do it. They should do it. It'd be funny. They have to yeah. put up a shut up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's shit on the floor anyway, so make them do something in the kitchen. It'd be funnier. I know, I'm way better on the floor. Yeah, 100%. Apart from last night when I put down a dessert on a table where there was no one sitting and then just walked off. <laughs> just so That's you didn't pretty good. talk to them. <laughs> and the stage when Matt Lindsay asked me what the snacks were and I just said stuff. <laughs> These think- service tips stuff. brought to you by Acme yeah. Restaurant. <laughs> Do you think uh, that, uh, like, I, I feel like every, every chef... Uh, or pretty much anyone that works in the kitchen resents everybody on the floor and says like, "Oh, I could do your job easy." But do you reckon you guys could could do an extended shift on the floor? Absolutely not. No way. To a to a degree, you can. Yeah, when you yeah, like I mean, I don't know. When you become a business owner, you kind of have to. You got to yeah. jump out on the floor because everyone's always like you kind of left. They're left holding their dick in their hands if something really goes wrong. Mm. So that you kind of, of originally like I hated it. And uh, but then once you get into it, then you kind of like you do get a bit of an ego boost. Like, yeah, I can do your fucking job. Look at me doing it. Look at me. But you uh, might not yeah. be able to do it as well. Yeah. You can get it done. Do you want to do it? Is the yeah. other like That's no? It. And do you no. respect the fact that they want to put up with Sydney diners bullshit That's every it. night? That's the hard That's thing. That's the thing. It's putting up yeah, with yeah. people's requests and uh, not not hating on customers but you know just people can be a bit difficult sometimes and being able to keep that straight face the whole time and when you're a chef you kind of get used to really expressing your, your emotions <laughs> <laughs> you're used to being I able to say whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> say what you want when you want and yeah. then the customer is like why can't I have that and you just want to be like because oh, I'm going to throw you through a window <laughs> <laughs> I know you're a Chinese restaurant but I'm I want a bowl of mash but yeah, and that's what I respect them as well because yeah. the, the amount of patience they have and, and the personal skills. And when you get the right ones, they they take a lot of pride in in, yeah. in really like expressing your vision and making you look good. And yeah. so you you respect that, and you you know you 
you become a team. You know, you don't have to do the whole sit down, hold each other's hands, and have a little prayer session before every service, but which some people choose to do. With the yellow deli. <laughs> yeah, 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 they do that. There's other people. But, you know, yeah, it, I think it becomes a real respect. It's not a case of, you know, I'm sure they could get in and cook as well if they needed to. You know what I mean? It's the same. They could get it done. Would it be any good? No, no we can get the floor done. Will it Annalise be good? looks like someone no, just yeah, killed her I parents. I was just wondering if you had met Richard when you said that. I'm sure they can get in and cook and cook as well if they wanted to. Hey, he, he, Rich can get it done. He roasts a mean squab on the crown. It's phenomenal. It's, it's a just... lie. It's an urban myth. But we'll be finding out at Acme. Yeah, really. <laughs> and you should find out too. So get tickets and come along. <laughs> and send all your food back to Rich. And tell him he's a squab with. on the menu. That's yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll be ordering yeah. those squabs. Yeah, right. Yeah. Cool. It, but it, okay, <laughs> Annalise, if, if all the food got sent back that night, would you take any pride and happiness in that or would you be pissed off I'd be a bit pissed off okay right because the, the, the customers are, they're, they're complaining to you I'd probably leave and go to Golden Century halfway through service to be perfectly honest <laughs> and that's the that's the hero part of, about waiters they get through the shift yeah. you know what I mean like we can rant and rave and throw things in the kitchen and carry on like fuckwits if we want to but they still have to smile to the next table who wasn't a fuckwit. Yeah, you know? that's the hardest. That's, and, yeah. and you got charm the whole night. Yeah, that's and they have hard. to smile to the customer and then come and take your bullshit yeah. when they relay the shit to yeah. you and you lose your mind at them and then they've got to go back to the customer and smile. And smile right? and go, how's your night? And charm yeah. them. And but then they get so much tips, so shut up, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get paid more by the hour and you get more tips. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, just shut up. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, well, let's look about uh, some, uh, some potentially exciting news, depending on your opinion on it, and let's find out about those opinions right now. Noma is uh, doing a pop-up. Is it a pop-up or is it a permanent stint? No, it's like pop-up. six months? Pop-up, same as Japan, Six weeks. No? Six yeah. weeks. It's ten. Longer. Ten, ten, ten weeks. Yeah. Ten, ten. The difference oh. is it's funded by Lendlease, who's yeah. the company that's building Barangaroo. Right. So they brought him out basically as a, almost like a... Distraction. Yeah, yeah, marketing distraction thing. So <laughs> the difference with Japan is he funded that by himself. Like he lost money on it. It was a dream of his to do it. Or he reckons, that's what he said. My ass, <laughs> I lost fucking money on that. Oh my God, Mitch, should we you move Acme so? to no Japan way. for like six I weeks? Yeah. Not if we're going to lose money on it. I mean, it was pretty lavish. And I don't know, I guess if you know... I don't know. Um, Clayton update, he just poured his 20th glass of wine. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just pouring my 20th glass of wine. So. They're getting bigger. They're getting bigger. Uh, I I'm, don't really care that he's coming or not. I think it'll be fun. And who's great who's eating at Noma at the table? Oh, yeah. I've eaten at Noma. I'm more, more worried about the oh, aftermath. The, the Sydney scene going back to what we had to go through a few years ago oh, where old, everyone was foraging yeah, and using yeah. natives. That's definitely going to happen. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely going to happen. I'm so... You were king forager for a no, minute. No, I wasn't. I, I really wasn't. I got oh, branded as that. but to go to. No, I used to come... I used to come... For fucking sheep sorrel. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> I, I used to come visit you at Duke and you'd be like, Levins, have a swig of this. And it'd be like, oh, I, I, I made this cider from needles that I found on... <laughs> I was going to say, Mike, are you forgetting that time last week when we were at Little Bay foraging sea lettuce at 7am? Uh, there's a difference between knowing how to pick things and actually using them. It's like, fine I when I do it. <laughs> you know, I don't use them, but I, I know how to get everything. But, you know what I mean? It, it's I'm not ragging on foraging. I think that's fine. But it's more people trying to do the, the Noma like mm. way of cooking. It, it it set us back. You know, it kind mm. of Sydney's just found a really nice voice. You know, if we all fall back onto that, it's like, fuck off. You know what I mean? Just but 
To be honest, I think all of those people doing that Noma style badly and like talking about foraging and all of that, they're not the actual people that go no. out and pick things in the wild. They're the people that are buying things in small punnets from like petite bouche and places like that and just throwing them onto plates. Yeah. Yeah. They're and not identity the real deal. Kind of it's more about if they distract the general public and they distract the media. That's the problem. And they take the focus off the, the actual yeah. Sydney movement. I, Sydney do think, really I, do, I do think that they're going to bring. They're going to enlighten a lot of people, though. Yeah, I, I think that they're going to come here and they're like, there's, there's a point where Sydney sort of, it's it's still on the rise, but it's sort of plateaued a little bit. And I think that with a with someone comes in, they've got a whole creative team, they've got all that coming in, then they're going to, then they get they're basically going to reinvent what we you know the, the produce that we use and it's going to be really I think it's going to be really cool I'm excited really to do. see the creative process like yeah. the one in yeah. Japan I looked and followed at all of their food I was over yeah. there at the same time how yeah. they took like Sancho and the Japanese citrus yeah. and stuff and used it in ways that the Japanese wouldn't have I thought was really interesting and I'm sure they're going to come here and do exactly the same with Australian produce yeah, exactly. well, my, my, so from that point of view it's interesting yeah, yeah. my I'm, meal there was, was, was as good as the first meal I've ever eaten at Nomo and it was better than the second one that I ate there by a long way uh look and I think that the excitement for those guys to come in and work with totally new stuff is is, is awesome and they'll they, I think they really will they'll find things that we would never use and they'll use them fucking well yeah it'll and, be it'll be cool to see but I think but I know that every restaurant in Sydney is going to be using fucking native produce all next year well, because yeah. of that we're already <laughs> you're seeing it a lot already but yeah. I think now maybe that our sort of generation has really started to find their own voice and stuff you know, last time when that happened, when Noma blew up and everyone started traveling, it was sort of the older guys who were looking to reinvent themselves and stuff who yeah. Sta- yeah. sort of yeah. started to go that route. But I think now that our voices are strong and we're sort of like all in our Stand own places alone. doing yeah. our own things, we don't need to reinvent or do our, do that kind of thing, you know what yeah. I mean? I think hopefully and we'll I just stay doing what no we're one, doing. You know, it's not going to get to the point of like the late 90s where everyone had fucking kangaroo with... Kumara and uh, hibiscus yeah. sauce on the menu. Saltbush. You know, yeah. snow peas. Yeah. Saltbush, saltbush Japanese burger yeah. on a Saltbush. Lemon myrtle. Quandongs and kangaroos. Like yeah. It, 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 yeah. Using it badly is yeah. the problem. That's it. Yeah. Using That's it, it. Uh, yeah. Using it for the sake of using it is a fucking another no no. Do you reckon that we're all going to be able to get? A seat at Noma one if it's such a limited time. Yeah, Clayton's going to book us a table. Yeah, she has <laughs> all of us. He's paying. So for to... bookings, it, uh, just ring up Automator and ask yeah. for Clayton <laughs> for your personal Noma booking. Do you want a phone number? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to just give out your mobile? Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, cut, cut Clayton the at Automator <laughs> yeah. and find Ben Greeno. He's very friendly and approachable. <laughs> just come up to him anywhere in the street and just ask him for a booking, and yeah. he'll be more than happy. Just tell ben him how Greeno, many people you want and your number, right. and then I just walk off. I might message him right now. Yeah, please, and we'll give you his number if you contact the podcast. I know. Apparently, half of Sydney's worked at Noma anyway, so you can probably get a booking pretty easily. <laughs> Everyone's worked at Noma, Mitch. One one week stage is uh, it's enough for your resume these days, isn't yeah, it? So, so is this comparable to when Fat Duck did their pop up at Melbourne, which is still going? Or oh, this will be good though. <laughs> Set you up. Set you up. But I mean, we're we're like you know, it's what it's that's sold out so quickly, and tickets were such an astronomical uh, amount of money. Oh, this will be the same. This would probably be even more. Sell out quicker. Yeah. 
yeah. more expensive. Well, over the amount of tables that I've got to try and book, so, you know, it might, might do that. <laughs> and does this mean that we're going to get, like, the Noma bro doing his line of, like, ready-to-eat meals at Coles? Like, I don't think stuff? so. I don't think so. <laughs> How good would that be, Coles, <laughs> take on forage? He's not in bed with Woolworths. Yeah. Like, if you, oh, I'm just going to go to Coles to pick up my little punnet of microherbs. <laughs> Foraged. <laughs> Field <laughs> moss. <laughs> 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 Do you think? Do you think it might matters? have a steak with field moss? <laughs> Beautiful field moss wrapped steak. <laughs> do you think it matters that it took like a big company to bring him out here? Though, like the same as Heston came out to go to the Crown or whatever. That you know, it's. I mean, Heston's pretty big and sold out in a way, but Renee's such a specialist little place in a way that for him to go, all right, I'll let this massive corporation fly me out to promote themselves and gain well, interest in the, the casino the and hard, fucking I, this well, and I guess that. the hard part is that they've got to bring their whole staff and their families for three, for three months and I they guess, have to close yeah. a restaurant. So yeah, that but, all has to get put in there somehow. And but if, no one if else you were Renee, is it worth your while getting flown out here with all your staff by a major corporation to promote your business? Well, I heard James Packer is going to be foraging the casino chips. <laughs> 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 And scene. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's wrap that up. The first episode of The Mitchin. Uh, thank you so much to Clayton, Kirby, Mikey, Annalise for coming in, being our first guests. Mitch, thanks for the use of your table. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, big thanks to Sophia for cooking us dinner and then yeah, leaving thanks, before Sophie. we even hit record. That's Crazy. Right. What do we owe her? Fucking nothing. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we'll be back next week with more people, more Mitchin. Um, if you liked what you've heard tonight and uh, can't wait for one more week for more of this, um, we recommend a little podcast called The Unbearable Lightness of Being Hungry, which is hosted by our friend Lee Tram Lam. Most of us have been a guest on it in the past. And uh, hopefully, <laughs> except Clayton. <laughs> um, and, uh, Sorry, and Lee Tran. Hopefully, we'll actually get Lee Tran on as a, uh, as a, as a guest host at some point in the, uh, in the near future. But uh, yeah, I mean, if anything, she may have inspired what what, what this podcast is. So thanks, Tilly Tran, for being the best. Uh, cool. Uh, do you want to have, like come up with a cool like little catchphrase that you say at the end of every episode, Mitch? Because uh, there was a lot I, of I, an awful I, lot of levens for this Mitchin. Can I? No, it was, it was, all right. <laughs> it was all right. That's usually the way it is. Anyway, I have to think of something. I have to try try a few things out. Just over, give, over the weeks. Have anyone got like a, some catchphrases they could potentially give Mitch to sign off with? M- Mikey, you've been awful quiet. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone, Mikey left. <laughs> uh, all right, um, Fine, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's a good way to sign off every every week. Mikey, you've been awful quiet. <laughs> well, shout out to Dan Hong. Okay, <laughs> one day we're, we're we're talking to his people about trying to get him on as a guest in the future. It could yeah, take a long time. Long though. time. <laughs> his people are pretty hard to uh, get through. See you next week at the Mitchin Table. It's the Mitchin Podcast with Krill Dog and Andy. Hey, this is Levens, the breakout star of the podcast that you just listened to. I just want to let you know that we now have a Facebook page. That's right. Welcome to 2015. You can come find us facebook.com slash the Mitchin. That's T-H-E-M-I-T-C-H-E-N. And uh, please throw us a like. Maybe put a post up on the wall of a funny picture. 
Uh, maybe you could suggest a catchphrase that Mitch can use at the end of every episode of The Mitchin. I don't know. It's up to you. It's your world. Uh, we also would love to see some uh, reviews on the iTunes page. It always helps lots more people listen. We're a very new podcast. One episode old even. Couldn't be newer. Um, I also want to say thanks so much to our good friend Joyride for doing that amazing uh, little theme sting that you just heard. It uh, sends shivers down my spine every time I hear it. And uh, also a big thanks to Daniel McKinley for doing our logo design. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week at the Midgen. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.